Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish, and thank you for the invitation to be with you today in our worship. Today we offer a, a rerun of a podcast we first published a number of months ago called Thin Places. A time maybe to pause and reflect at the beginning of a year, though it feels as if we've been in this year for quite some time, but it is only a week. And so let us pause and find those special places, look forward to those special places in this year where we can engage, encounter and reflect on the deeper things and the one who holds them all in life. The breath, when it is taken away, vacates a moment, leaving it hollowed out and tissue thin. A place without words, for there are none to explain or describe. But because we have no words does not mean it cannot exist. The moss-skinned stone, the lichen-crusted twig, the water-pooled leaf fizz from a brush with heaven. When the moss fulgurates, the lichen crackles, the water mesmerises. Yet, in the next breath, the world returns to its everyday grandeur. But the echo shimmers, and our stiffness cracks in the residue of wonder. How many times have we encountered moments where the world fizzes a little, where we can manage to touch or are touched by a sense of something greater than ourselves and the world transfigures, feels different. You come away from it not being able to explain but sense something shifted. You feel connected to the earth or to the present in a way that takes you out of yourself for a short while. A spiritual moment. These moments of transfiguration, these thin places, are where we meet today. Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. 
and they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things that they had seen. Unimaginable one, transfigured one, holy other one. Maybe let our imaginations inspire us to seek you. Lift us from the mundane, that we might rise above the clay of our traditions and find ourselves within touching distance of what is eternal and sacred. May we let our eyes unfold for us the shift on the horizon that reveals how thin a place this is, only a whisper away from holy breath the whispering presence in our ears. May we let our minds be unbound and dare see beyond the rules of religion that we might invite you who is beyond all things to call us into your adventure here and beyond this place and moment. May we let our prayers deepen us not with familiar words and rubrics, but with silence and poetry, that they might find these holy places and moments that lie beyond doctrine and understanding. May we let our faith stretch us, calling us from moribund routines towards the journey into God, places where we have not yet been, and where the church dares us not to go. And in such a place, wait, pause, linger, and wonder in what is yet to be revealed. Hear us as we say together, the prayer that unites us. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Today is a day not to explain, but to recognise the place of wonder that is so vital for our faith. When we come across the story of the Transfiguration, it feels strange, so much so that the only way we feel we can handle it is to reduce it down to what we might be able to understand, or read it as a myth or a story that has grown in the telling, a resurrection story written back into the earlier part of the Gospel. All that has been done many times, but there are other times, and perhaps we should allow them to happen more frequently, when we let the mystery mystify and allow ourselves to believe in wonder and apologise less for the imagery and wonder that the Bible offers us. What is happening here is really unknown, but it is telling us something that cannot be explained. 
And the only way to try and describe what it does to us is to tell a story that brings these feelings back. Belief becomes based not in fact, for faith is not a fact, but is based on that sense of life and wonder and hope and fulfilment that these stories bring. Be concerned less for the details and enjoy more the experience of the story. We who love stories of magic and sci-fi and watch Downton, none of these things are historically accurate. But the story itself brings a sense of what it was like and invites us into the story and become part of it. So today we offer a few transfigured places a number of thin places, as the Celts have named them, places where the distance between earth and heaven is tissue thin. And we begin with a retelling of the Transfiguration story, and that leads us into a number of stories from folk from the congregation exploring their own thin places. Mountains have always been special places, prayer places indeed. Quieter, more rarefied, fewer distractions. So that is what we thought we were going to do. But it was good to be with Jesus, just the four of us on that mountain. And we stood in a circle, faces looking up to heaven, feeling the breeze like some whisper of the Spirit as Jesus began to pray. It was like the sun bursting through stained glass. The light changed, it grew deeper, but it wasn't the sun coming through the clouds. It were the words of Jesus. They lit up the whole place, each word. Glory cascaded down him, love poured out from him. Promise seemed to twist and gyrate in the moment. All the, the prophet's words seemed to be filled in with gold. And it was as if I could even see Moses and Elijah there, encouraging him, hearing their own words fulfilled and breaking through. And I could hear them talk of how this was all going to end and how it was all going to go dark. And I wanted to capture the moment, making three tents to hold them all, to preserve this insight I had just had and experienced. But it grew dark. The light faded. The moment sighed and sunk. And we were left in the echo of a voice like Elijah's still small voice uncurling within me. This is my son. Listen to him. And then it was all gone. I've always been attracted to islands, in particular the Hebrides. Perhaps their magic for me is the detachment they offer from the everyday. I count Luskantar and Harris one of my thin places. Peter Rees sums it up well in his poem, Luskantar. Oh, sing to me of Luskantar's white sands, sing of the distant Hebrides. And in each note, I'll hear the whispering wind searching the macker in a soft lament. 
on memory's wings to carry me away to a land where sea and sky hold sway, where the sound of waves and a wind-blown shore a wearied soul may wondrously restore. O oh, sing to me of glistening lusk and tire, changing with light, now pastel soft, now bold, with shifting bands of multi-hues, sky blue or shades of grey, reflecting an approaching storm. Sweet summer shades to monochrome give way, relentless storms sweep in across the bay. As winter skies release a deluge drear, a chink of light will offer welcome cheer. O oh, sing yet more of Luskantar's fair strand, my heart uplifted at such sweet refrain. The haunting melodies of a thousand years etched deep within my soul, there to remain. With indigo-tinted Taranzi in view, across the silver sands, I dream anew. The wild Atlantic beating on the shore, here would I gladly bide to roam no more. Some years ago, when I was a mere teenager, I went with the Boys Brigade Wayfaring Badge Class to climb Ben Arthur, better known as the Cobbler, at Arachar. The hills were not entirely new to me, as my parents were keen walkers and we usually ascended at least one hill, if not more, on family holidays. Anyway, we slogged our way up the track past the Narnane boulder and arrived at the top. We sat down to have our snacks and while eating, we watched fascinated as a rain shower made its way up Loch Long towards us. We could see the dark cloud and the rain on the water of the loch as it came steadily towards us. Then, miraculously, the wind strengthened and the cloud and rain was blown back down the loch. We stayed dry in the sunshine. I have had several mountaintop experiences in the years since, and as a result of standing in or above the clouds, I have always been able to see the transfiguration as an entirely believable experience for the disciples on a mountain top, but without ever understanding what we should take from the story, or why they would want to keep it to themselves. I would have wanted to tell all about it. It is a small boat sailing in a warm, gentle breeze, just enough to propel you and your boat through the water. A slight heel and you lie along the lee deck, head to her bow, looking out and over into the dark water below. But close to the hull, the water isn't dark. It is white and speckled 
and sparkling with millions of jewels of cascading droplets. Swish, swash, swish, swash, says the bow wave, and you lean out further to capture and keep the sound and the sight and the feel of something that is there and then not there. It's been like that since time began and will be again, but never, ever quite the same. So may we be present to these thin and sacred places. May our skin itch when we come close to such moments and not dismiss them, but enjoy and allow ourselves to go deeper. For in such times and places, we are close to God and the holy and the transcendent, as the Celts believed. They were deeply connected to creation. Their routines and rituals were woven through with prayers and caems that wound the sacred into everything. Everything was infused with a light and a sense of what was beyond. Perhaps our more rational understanding of the world after the Enlightenment makes less of these moments. But that does not mean to say they do not happen. So let us invite them and enjoy them when they happen. Loving God of thin places and fragile ones, thin places and vulnerable ones, thin places and painful ones, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer for the fragile and vulnerable, painful places of the world where conflict is happening, where there is still space for bullies who care not and whose motives are of fear. Hear us pray that in such places the thinness between earth and heaven is revealed and peace is found and love is touched and life is renewed. Yet such a prayer seems too simple for Ukraine and Yemen and Syria. And so we pause and decide to do what we can and make this place a trysting place where we can only model and make real your longing for the world. For the fragile and vulnerable and painful places of so many places of hunger and injustice and shallow morals and selfishness of poverty and uncaring in trade, in politics and religion. Hear our prayer that the thinness between heaven and earth is revealed and justice is owned and truth is outed and integrity found. And again, it feels too simple a prayer for the environment and the trafficked and the hungry. So we pause and decide to live differently here, that we might make real your kingdom in this place for the sake of all. Hear us 
as we bring our families and friends, our ill and our lonely, our fear-filled and our forgotten. And in this thin place, break through the barriers between us with a love that is generous and a grace that is strong. So be it. Amen. Go in peace. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>